Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Create Me podcast. This is going to be episode 72 and it's with Adam Coots from 10 Feet Tall Aberdeen. Had a really cool chat with Adam, a bit of a kind of catch up really, just about what 10 Feet Tall have been up to and also spoke about the new project M10 Feet Tall Academy. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy and I'll catch up with you at the end as usual. All right, see you soon. This is going to be episode 72, and today uh, my guest is Adam Coots. I'm sure you guys will know, like, I didn't have to probably say a second name now, you've been on here ages ago, <laughs> but it was cool. I think, you know, you guys and 10 Feet Tall have been up to so much as well, so yeah. how are you doing, man? Yeah, man, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. I can't believe it's been so so long since yeah, the last time. Yeah, it feels like it's longer yeah, 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 yeah. But just uh, to see you, man, see your growth and your progression since oh, then cheers, as well man. has Appreciate been it. incredible. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. uh, you're probably in the bubble and sort of just sort yeah. of, you know, seeing it day to day. But yeah. honestly, man, you're doing wonders for our oh, community. Cheers, and same for you guys as well. Cause I remember, I think we had like a group meet up here last year, the Nat Rose residence, and I think you guys had the secret show on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. But yeah, I think it's kind of like, you know, I think for this episode, I think it's just kind of cool to just catch up. What you've been up to. First of all, congratulations. Yeah, that you yeah. got married as well. Dang, I'm fresh, fresh, yeah. fresh, straight from Greece. Yeah, I've seen Absolutely. the pictures. A beautiful location. <laughs> you know, the thing about that is, I, I haven't even put like one picture on social media. It's, it's all, it's all like everyone else. Yeah. It's like everyone's coming up to me, being like, "I saw you do plate smashing, Greek yeah. dancing." Yeah. Like, I haven't even put a photo on. I have no idea what people have seen, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah hopefully all decent. Hopefully, <laughs> I, I guess yeah. I think you know, like, you know, be cool to kind of catch up. Obviously, what you guys have been up to. Yeah, but I know there's I have loads of things that you guys are going to be kind of pushing forward again this yeah. year and beyond as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, how have you been? Like, yeah, it's been it's been all good, man. I'm yeah. Trying to rack my brains to what was going on when we last saw each other, but I mean, um, things have just gone from strength to strength with ten feet tall, and like I think. When we last chatted, it was just me and Cam that was sort of like heading everything up, yeah. and like um, it was pretty hectic. It was pretty busy. I've yeah. got to be honest because you know it's not producing theatre isn't the most glamorous thing to do in the whole okay. world. You know, it's a lot of like um, you know just filling in funding applications yeah. and like getting contracts right and all this stuff. And like um, it, it got to a point like thankfully we we had a few people that were quite interested in getting involved on like yeah. a deeper level. Okay. And uh, one of them being Mark Wood, who was on a podcast a little while ago. Yeah. Um, he was moving back to the area and obviously he'd been in a good few of our productions and stuff. And he was just quite hungry to get more involved. And mm. we were more than happy to get involved. Like, I mean, him and Cameron were friends at school and stuff. Yeah, and like, yeah. they go way, way back. Yeah. And like, he's one of my best mates as well. And like, I just really worked. And then um, Stuart Aitken as okay. well. He used to run the Aberdeen International Youth Festival, oh, and um, obviously they'd lost their funding and stuff. Yeah, and did they have like a final thing? Well, was it last year? Uh, I, I think it was last year. Yeah, yeah. years just roll in, but yeah. they kind of had their final hurrah on that. And Stuart had been doing that for wow. for years. That, that, that was a real shame. I think that was a big loss. You know, to I, Aberdeen. I, I felt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it really made like an impact on a international level. You mm-hmm. know, I'm saying, it's closing in the name, but. Mm. 
like just to have all these youth groups from all over Europe, the yeah. world, you know, mm-hmm. coming in and like performing in this city. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs as to why it ended yeah. up going, but it just it was a really valuable thing that's, yeah, that's now just drifted off, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, Stuart was reevaluating, you know, what he was wanting to do, yeah. and he's actually, you know, looking to get more into acting, and oh, he's doing okay. some more freelance stuff, cool. and. Um, he's got just such a wealth of expertise and like that's going to be so beneficial for the territory talk yeah definitely we started picking his brains on like an informal level just like chats coffees and stuff and then like we're like actually do you want to get properly involved and he was up for it as well so like it's kind of four of us now with that being four of us like we're able to do a lot lot more things you know we're able to divide and conquer a lot more so we we don't really have established roles as such it's more on a project to project basis and things but um, I guess I'm covering a lot more like outreach stuff and yeah. like um, you know just we're interested in developing new work and stuff as well so I'm doing a lot of that thing Stuart and Cam and Mark are like running various productions and projects okay. as well so like it's healthy man because we can spread our wings out a bit more without like killing ourselves you know <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah this is what I probably feel like I'm doing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of like yeah. you know so I kind of like almost like a delayed epiphany kind of hit me and thinking like I need to start kind of working with other people. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if you're carrying a load on your shoulder, it's a lot. And I guess you have to do it for two, you know, it's like, you know, you and Cameron. You could probably manage that, but also you work in as well. Yeah, and All yeah. the other stuff that comes in between. Yeah. But yeah, definitely kind of, you know, even more so come to that kind of realisation that to keep something sustained and going, you need to always like, bring in a trusted network of people, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. Share yeah. the love, share the wealth and stuff, yeah, eh? yeah. like uh, 100%. And it's mm-hmm. like, and also just, do you know what, like, because you can see sort of one point of view, you can come a little bit insular, it's yeah. just like one or two of you, but bringing a few other voices on board, they start thinking of things that you'd never even imagine and think about as well, yeah. and opening up possibilities, so mm-hmm. one of the first things that Stuart did when he came on board is he started collaborating with Lynn Shaw from Dancing Along the Borderline, yeah. who you, you, you know, right? Yeah. Um, you've had him before, has she been on here before? No, she hasn't, she's on Nathan's. Yeah, that's right, yeah. that's right, yeah, yeah, no, um, so like they started doing a, a project together, something that we, you know, we'd heard of Lynn and stuff, but mm-hmm. never made that connection yet, and yeah. like, you know, so it just opens up all sorts of exciting possibilities, yeah. it really does, and like, um, you know, like, in terms of the longevity of 10 feet tall, like, that's, yeah, what it's all that's about, the, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah. it's about the sustainability, and it's, it, you know, that's what position I think you're feeling just now as well, isn't yeah, it? Just re-evaluating yeah, a bit, feel. and yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because like, you know, we spoke off mic, and I think no secret, I mentioned it on social media, it was like last week about, you know, taking that kind of break, and just kind of re-evaluating stuff, and I know I definitely will be back, you know, in the usual kind of podcast rambling capacity, but it's just kind of like, whoa, like, after yeah. a year and a half, I think like, if you're doing, if you're carrying something yourself, yeah. I don't know if people are championing you and supporting you, but I think when you kind of feel like, almost like this kind of crave ownness over something, mm-hmm. and you kind of find it hard to let go, and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think for me personally, it's just like, well, yeah, maybe I need to just kind of chill for a bit and just kind yeah. of reevaluate, you know. I think it's healthy, man. I think it's healthy. Yeah. I, I think the value that you're offering Aberdeen community will never, never go away, and you, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you can afford to take that time to just yeah. like, you know how how can I make this this work on a, a yeah. more sustainable level? Because you're a dad, you yeah. got a job, and everything yeah. like that. And it's all like, the other things in between. Yeah, yeah. We we went through something very very similar. You know, yeah. it was like because it, it was sort of a year and a half, two years of like really just grinding at it, just yeah. sort of like you know, and like <laughs> it's just it's all part of the game. And being an artist, they applying yeah. for stuff, getting putting all your eggs in that basket, then being like. 
ah, actually, we don't have enough funding, or like, you know, just it's it's constantly that that game, and like yeah. um, we did, we just sat down and like I read, I read this uh, book a little while back, Simon Sinek's Start with Why, okay. and like um, it's a very basic concept, but it's just like what you do and how you do it yeah. comes secondary to like why you do it, and like people, you know, they buy into you like the reason that you do these things, you know, yeah. the reason that you exist, like yeah. they, they buy that, the value that you offer, like um, more than just like what productions we put on, you know, yeah. or like yeah. um, what places we set the productions and stuff. Like it's more like what you stand for and things. So yeah. Yeah. like we'd never really, because everything happened so fast and accelerated, we'd never really sat down and discussed that, like, you know, like in any great detail. So we got around the table, Stuart, Mark, me and Cam, and like was like, why do we want to do this? You know, why have we got this passion, this drive? Yeah. Like, you know, um, why do we want, you know, theatre to sort of thrive in Aberdeen and stuff? And it it did boil down a lot to, like, you know, having experiences when we were younger of people believing in us, eh? Like, people yeah. were just, like, yeah. taking a chance on us and us being able to develop as people mm-hmm. because either a teacher or, like, a workshop leader or something, like, had really taken the time out to... You know, believing us, and it's sort of like crafted us as as the people we are today. And and obviously, as a theatre company, you're like there is a side of putting on productions, and there is a side of uh, bringing professional work to the northeast and stuff. But once we boiled it down more and more and more, we we're kind of like, well, no, it's actually offering opportunities for like people to change, for people to believe in themselves, yeah. for people to hold up a mirror and like kind of realise something about them, like storytelling is the oldest thing in the world, right? It goes oh, back yeah. Yeah. to your dot and like that thing of human beings sharing experiences, sharing stories with yeah. other human beings is like, yeah, just such a, a big key thing that can easily, easily be lost in like, uh, you know, yeah. this, this day and age yeah. of technology and all that stuff. I think that's kind of like a really like clear way of explaining obviously like, you know, what you guys do and why you do it. It's kind of like that paying it forward and yeah. I think, you know, everyone encounters somebody in the growing up who really kind of just backs them like I like teachers at like secondary school will be like you know you're like oh no I can't do this but they really kind of champion you and it yeah, does make a huge difference you know yeah. to actually like your even personal development as well yeah yeah 100% I mean when I was at, at school like I went to Kinkorth Academy shout right. out to the KC Mafia um, <laughs> but I went, I went to Kinkorth and like it, it wasn't the worst of schools yeah. it wasn't the best of schools but there was a lot of there was a handful of really great teachers who really believed in you. There was a lot of teachers there that were just there to get you through an, an exam and, and yeah. that was it sort of thing. You almost felt you were learning in spite of them sometimes, right. you know, and like uh, it was like uh, my, my drama teacher, Ed Steele, mm. Manny Steele, we used to call him, right. um, who just like really, really just transformed me as a person. I, I was really shy, okay. like wouldn't sort of chat to people. Introverted, yeah. absolutely. And like the thought in a school liking Corth of going into the drama department stuff was like no no way like that's yeah, not going to do anything that, from like. a street cred <laughs> or anything like that but my mate one of my older mates like dragged me in right. and um, I can't remember what I think it was like an Italian innkeeper or something right. and like a, a modernised nativity or something yeah. and then like I, d- I did that got the bug and then like I'd written something and I was just kind of I showed it to him uh, this Ed Steele yeah not really thinking anything would happen with it. He was like, let's let's take this to Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And he oh, got funding wow. and he like Jeez. got a whole team together to do it and stuff. And I was like, that is unbelievable. You yeah. know, and that and that became like a family, you know, an extended family, like a community thing, you know, yeah. like uh, for me and like for I think many kids in, in Kingcorth that mm-hmm. kinda like uh, you know, maybe didn't have that belief from other teachers and didn't have much yeah. belief in their abilities and stuff and like 
I came out of that feeling like proud about who I am and all, all that stuff, eh? Which yeah. is which was brilliant, you know, and like that that did also span from our conversation around the table that we had about why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And we started speaking about, well, perhaps, you know, one thing that we can do is give more of an offering to young people in a city as well. Yeah. You know, like um which is something we've always wanted to do, but we've we've just been all consumed with putting on productions and all that. Like and we were like, do you know what? Let's actually start making a shift to starting our own, you know, um, performing arts school, like yeah. um, which we've been really, really lucky to uh, start a collaboration with International School of Aberdeen. Oh, okay. Um, so we're setting that up. It's opening in September, mm-hmm. and um, we're offering it to kids aged seven to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing like classes in acting, film and TV, comedy, mm-hmm. um, and it is that thing of like giving kids these opportunities that we've had. Eh? Yeah. Because because we all had to move away at the end of the yeah, day. We, we got yeah. to a certain level at our schools or whatever, and then it was like, nah, we've got to go to Glasgow, we've got to go to Edinburgh, London yeah. or whatever. And it's like, well, actually, like, let's ignite that spark that yeah. things can be made here, things can be done yeah, here. And absolutely. like, I, 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 it's a carousel, you get this every time that people are on a podcast, <laughs> right? But like, we've never actually explicitly thought, like, let's start with the young people, you know, the people that are like growing up as, yeah. as, as well and empowering them and making them feel like they can make stuff here as well, yeah. you know, like, so that, that's a big, big change and a big sort of mm-hmm. development in 10 feet tall is like, they're really starting to expand that outreach yeah. that we've got as well, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's an untested thing where like, we think there's an appetite for it and we yeah. think, but do you know what, even if we got five kids that like came in and had that experience with us and stuff, like we'd be over the moon, really yeah, good, you know. Yeah. Like, so how did that kind of concept come about then? Did you guys kind of like, you know, obviously you kind of touched on saying that, well, no, you thought there was a need for this as well. But what was that? The kind of did the idea kind of change along the road as well? But yeah, man. So I, I think uh, there's loads of great stuff that happens in Aberdeen mm. in terms of like theatre for young people. A lot of the time, it's dominated by like musical theatre. So like, yeah, um, yeah. so like for me personally, when I was young, growing up, if you asked me to sing or dance, it'd terrify me. It still does actually. Okay. It still does this day. <laughs> but um, so it's not for everybody that that sort of side of things. So. Once we were developing the idea, we were quite passionate to be like, well, no, let's offer a bit of an alternative to the musical element. Like, yeah. um, and Mark, you've had on before. Yeah. He's he's got a wealth of experience in film and TV, and he used to run like film workshops and stuff about camera technique and all that. Yeah. And we we're like, well, actually, like the film industry in Aberdeen, you know, is is improving and and, and things like that, but. For young people, there's not a huge amount of offering if they want to develop their skills yeah. within that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought, well, that would be a really valuable thing to offer. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, again, the comedy <laughs> comedy element just being, like, if you can make fun of yourself, you know, like it just it transcends a lot, a lot of boundaries yeah, in, yeah. in life. Yeah, if you can, and if you can make somebody laugh as well, mm-hmm. like it's it just like such an amazing feeling, you know. Yeah. Like, and we're like looking around, and obviously Naz is doing great things with breaking out comedy and like stand up is I'd say it's really thriving in Aberdeen and I I think Naz does do some workshops and stuff but we're like we could offer something that's a bit more regular in terms of that like that'd be really exciting and then obviously that inside of things that's where we've all got our so how long is one for then if it starts in starting in September September we're, we're going all year eh? we're going oh, like so cool. we're going, going on like a termly basis so mm-hmm. it'll be like when the school's get off their holidays we'll take a little break and stuff oh, cool. but yeah it'll run right through to um, June yeah, yeah. Uh, well start of July actually and then mm-hmm. um, we want to offer like we don't want to be all about performance right mm-hmm. and that's that's a big thing when we're starting to throw around the ideas 
because that, that scares many kids off as well, being part of this huge productions yeah. and things like that. And there's a place for that, and there's people doing that in Aberdeen already. We will offer like fun, meaningful sort of sharings that are quite intimate, like yeah. to their parents or to their family. So, like for example, in our comedy unit, they're gonna we're gonna set up a little comedy club, right. and uh, you know their parents can sit around little tables and stuff, yeah. and like they'll do some stand up and okay. uh, do some little sketches and yeah. things, and then. Um, we want to do a little pantomime thing as well going on at Christmas time yeah. and within the film and TV so Mark will be running that mm-hmm. and he's going to accumulate all their film work over the year and we're going to have like a premiere so oh, everybody gets in their glad rags and stuff yeah. and we show like all the, the work they've created and yeah. like that, that would be the amazing thing if they, if they left at the end of the year feeling like you know I've had a great fun yeah. they've learned some life skills as yeah. well as performance skills and that they can take that forward and feel empowered do their own thing, you know, yeah. and to start crafting their own, like, uh, I it's so, like, it's such, so highly important, that kind of stuff, I think, like, everyone, I was thinking about myself when I was in school, but having, that like, lucky enough to have those kind of teachers that kind of back you and always support you and stuff, but I do think, because with my job as, as a social worker, I work with a lot of young people who struggle with mainstream education. Yeah. And a lot of the things that they struggle with was within the arts, like mm-hmm. uh, the drama stuff or the stuff yeah. with the language that takes them out of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's such a need, you know, I, I don't know whether you guys will target those kind of more vulnerable young people, but yeah, yeah. I always kind of felt like this might probably bias that mm-hmm. there's such a need for those kind of young people to kind of have those opportunities to explore a bit of bits about themselves, you know, that they don't like, you know, and it's away from their kind of normal social peer group a bit you know 100% yeah. 100% and it's not the coolest thing in the world to do like a lot of the time in certain social circles yeah. right but um, and, and that's all about perception right that's all about I don't want to be a tree or like I don't want to yeah. go about doing jazz hands and stuff yeah. but we, we do want to make it cool 100% and like um, I was talking one guy we were hoping to do some collaborating with is Jacko I don't know if you've heard of him he's a rapper from uh, Maastricht in Aberdeen he's just oh Jacko yeah yeah, 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 yeah the album launching that's really amazingly cool amazingly talented guy amazingly talented guy like yeah. and um, yeah we, we've been so podcast exclusive we've been chatting about <laughs> doing some stuff like some theatre sort of rap combination stuff like yeah. um but I had a really great chat with him the other month eh, and like it was just about that it was about like you know, if you feel confident within your yourself, yeah. like you've got such great social mobility, you yeah. know, like and that's what he's saying, he's saying so many of my friends and stuff, like they're really intelligent guys yeah. and that, but they just don't feel they can move through the social circles, yeah. you know, like just because of their background and yeah. where they're from. And that's the real transformational power of like acting of theatre yeah, and stuff. Like absolutely. if you feel comfortable, you know, taking on another role or having empathy with other people and things, like and believe in you like yeah. that's a skill that doesn't go away you know so yeah. nah I'd absolutely love to offer it to you know everyone and anyone yeah. in Aberdeen really like and what we're hoping to do what we're in chats with the school about doing is offering a couple of bursary places right not not for term one but yeah. for term two when we come back oh, okay which will hopefully you know we don't want money to be a, a boundary of people getting yeah. getting involved yeah. in that like so yeah we're in talks with the school about getting that getting okay. that sorted out as well which would be cool. great man because um it would yeah. be absolutely man. i think it's, it's such a like you know there's such a need for this i think like i think the arts can transcend you know different class and stuff as well yeah. and people like you know we think a lot of up-and-coming actors from years ago and stuff kind of come from a working class background or different kind of various backgrounds but if you get that bulk and you, you just yeah. buy into it yeah, you know it's just like it's like the cliche like your world's your oyster but it absolutely is 100% man. Yeah. And, and, and it is notoriously like a middle class sort of uh, you know form of entertainment like yeah. um, 
just because that's been the norm for, mm. for so many years. But there's so many exciting writers, so many exciting uh, theatre companies and things coming through that, that are shifting that yeah. like perception 100%. Yeah. Like, um, there's a great one just now, Barbershop Chronicles, it's okay. doing the rounds, and Annoya Owens, do you know him? Like, nah, he's a kind of spoken word poet in that. It's right. about... Uh, yeah, like um, barbershops in Nigeria mm-hmm. and like um, ones in London and stuff as well. And like yeah. uh, kind of people he's getting to come and see the show is like right. just like, you know, everyone and anyone. And like yeah. to me, that should be, yeah, that should be the bread and butter of theatre. It should be a place where people feel welcome mm-hmm. and like see reflections of themselves and yeah. stuff on a regular basis. And like, I think it's a stereotype, the whole middle class thing, because there is, there's so much mm-hmm. out there for in terms of uh, theatre that's, that's, for, for anyone, accessible yeah. for everyone. It's accessible yeah. for everyone, yeah. you know. But then partly, I think, as creatives, as artists within the theatre world, like yeah. that's our duty is to change that perception and yeah. to yeah. also give people a reason to like want to leave their homes and come and see mm-hmm. a piece of theatre because yeah. at the end of the day, we're competing now with like Netflix, Amazon Prime, like yeah. like I don't, <laughs> they're not getting any money on this podcast. <laughs> so I won't mention anymore. But, um, like, compete with so much like so yeah. people want convenience at the end of the day like they don't want yeah. to get dressed up go, like it's I think a, yeah that's one thing I think like almost as like in society we've become really lazy <laughs> in terms of engaging stuff I remember like um, so I'm 37 and I grew up with that kind of a TV serial being on once a week and you catch it the following week you know that was the appeal of it and yeah I think you know you still have those kind of things more it's probably more big with the big American networks and in the UK as well but it seems like the streaming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of channels now seem to be like drop everything yeah, 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 so, yeah, you know yeah. it's just like yeah, yeah. so the binge watch thing now has become like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, main yeah. thing with people to engage with yeah. but it does worry me man like, I'm yeah. reading this book just now it's got a brief history of tomorrow okay. um, it's this guy oh, Noah Yuval Harari and like he he did one in Sapiens, which is about like the history of humans and mm-hmm. stuff, and this one's all about looking at the future and like how artificial intelligence is going to be more and more prominent, and yeah. like you know that like we're already there and we don't even realise it, and like how much technology is going to like dominate our our lives in, yeah. in every single way, you know, yeah. like to the point where you're on a milk in your fridge and you just talk to your little Alexa and yeah. like, order up some milk and then it will get delivered to you. It's just going to be crazy, and like um, I do feel like the arts but you know theatre especially for me like mm-hmm. will be at last bastion of like human beings connecting with other human beings you know what and that's yeah. such a simplistic level like we can go right back to prehistoric times or whatever where people try to share stories with each other like um, it, it, I don't think it's, it will go away I think there'll be a need for it you know but yeah. it's just about finding ways through to, to connect with, with I everyone think you guys have done that you know I think you guys have kind of tapped into the thing in Aberdeen as I've been having the kind of the pop-up theatre stuff and the secret kind of performances I think that's kind of just that's a, a little niche that's kind of been quite unique as well yeah, you know I yeah. think you guys have obviously had a good really following of that as well we, we have it yeah. like, like um, we're very very grateful very yeah. thankful you know like and it's it's just that you, you've got to you know understand that it's it's not for everyone what, mm-hmm. what we do like um, we'd like you know to introduce as many people as possible to theatre and what yeah. the possibilities can be you know and like there's just not a traditional culture of it as such of, mm-hmm. of the as you said the kind of pop up more alternative stuff that we're offering like yeah. um, there is a real tradition of musicals and music hall theatre and that stuff but not really what, what we're doing so it's, it's just this slow but very loyal growth that we've had eh? like and it's it's incredible, man, just to see these people come back production yeah. after production and like 
um, you know, just like people buzzing about it. Yeah. Like we want that. We want that sort of family feel to it as well. We want want them to feel, you know, that it's it's beyond just the production. It's like an experience. It's like uh, yeah. part of a family, really. You know. I think one thing is that you guys of Ten Feet Tall also have done is actually I think you changed that kind of perception of that. Um, you know, to get things started, and I think you guys are more just like you're doers. You you're just doing it. Yeah, and I think like years ago, I don't know if we still that power kind of feeling that within Aberdeen, we kind of feel like, oh, do we? Can we do this? Yeah. Can we? And I, I don't know if it's still there. I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of always kind of felt like that to me—a little underlined kind of thing that's not said yeah, about yeah, any yeah. kind of creative thing or anything different. Like, yeah, oh, can yeah. we do this, or if it, is there something on? Like, oh, it's not like down there or this. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that, that can get you in trouble sometimes, right? Just doing yeah. it and then seeing what happens afterwards. Yeah, but like, yeah. that's the thing, eh? Well, I think like the more the, more, the older I get, eh, I kind of think about this. Like, everybody's got ideas, eh? Like, it yeah. looks like everybody does, and there's yeah. the classic in it, like. Uber comes out or someone and everyone's like, I thought of that. It's like, well, you didn't do anything about it. Like, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> you missed the boat. But, yeah. like, ideas are almost, like, worth nothing at the end of the day and it's all about execution and, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, like, when we started it a couple of years back, we were swimming in the deep end 100%. Right. It's still out to an extent, you know, yeah. it's just always new things that you face and you, you'll, you'll feel that as well, man, yeah. in the podcast game, eh? Like, um, but, like, you've just got to do it and do you know what, like, there might be some negative comments, there might be some people that don't get what you do, yeah. and like, but that's all based on your ego, and like, mm-hmm. that, to me, like, you can't let that get in the way of like, yeah. the bigger the bigger vision and, and, mm-hmm. and what you're trying to do, and like, at the end of the day, all we've been trying to do is offer value to people in Aberdeen in terms of like, maybe inspiring people that aren't in the theatre to be in the theatre, yeah. or like, now with all our outreach stuff as well, is like, making young people believe in themselves mm-hmm. and like um, be more confident in themselves and yeah. things like I think as long as at your heart what you're doing is like true to you you know like then all the other stuff kind of yeah melts away after a while you know it gets yeah. you from day to day and it like mm-hmm. helps you move through and just keep doing and keep executing you yeah. know I remember I think it was like last year I don't know I think it was last year I messaged you guys and I think it, I think I probably messaged you and it was about I think you guys were doing Midsummer's Night Dream. Yeah, yeah. As well. I don't yeah. It, it didn't happen. We didn't get to kind of do a chat and stuff. So, but yeah. how did that go as well? Yeah, well, amazing, man. Like, um, I wasn't heavily involved in the uh, production side of it. It was Stuart and Mark and Cam that was doing a good yeah. bit of that. Like, um, but that that was a big, big risk as well. Like, because we were just like we were looking through like when was the last time Shakespeare was professionally done in Aberdeen, and yeah. like couldn't really find much records of, of, of what was happening yeah. like um, we're like is there an appetite for us we don't know but you know what we're going to do it yeah. we're going to do it in an Aberdeen voice and like um, it was yeah it just it just it did connect with people in a way that we didn't imagine it okay. would and like especially with schools and stuff yeah. and like it kind of we never even thought about that when we was putting it on but like schools are studying this stuff like day in day out of Shakespeare you know and like um, they're reading it in a classroom and like mm-hmm. being put on the spot and like analysing it and picking it apart and stuff yeah. and like not performing it and in my opinion it's been written to be performed yeah, you know absolutely. 100% like mm-hmm. to get the relevance and to understand the plot and things you just need to get up on his feet and see so it you guys so, are doing like, some Doric yeah uh, well, not, yeah, not strictly uh, Doric Doric uh, but like it, it was definitely Aberdonian yeah, I mean yeah. like Mark Wood was in a cast as well uh, so like yeah. <laughs> part of speaks and stuff yeah. but like um but no, we, we was, it was amazing because what we managed to do with it was we got a lot of actors that had connections to the northeast as well. Eh? So we got Ross Allen, who's originally from Elgin, right. and like um, 
We had uh, Daniel Jam, who uh, went to King Corth Academy. Oh, Big right. up King Corth again. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, like, she was able to come back like just after graduating. Oh, right. and it was like one of her first professional roles in theatre that she was yeah. able to do in Aberdeen. You and Petrie, like, uh, I could go on and on. Like Rebecca Wilkie, like we got cast that had links to the northeast, yeah. and it was like it was just such an amazing buzz to be able to be creating Shakespeare with you know Aberdonian actors yeah. or on the on the whole. And like them speaking sort of Shakespeare's language, it yeah. was like, um, and like it was a comedy as well, you know, yeah. which is, which is always very well received. Like, mm-hmm. but it was like, as I say, I wasn't hugely involved in the production side of things, so I was able to take more of a back seat and just okay. enjoy it for what it was. And yeah, I'm biased, but it was very funny. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Naman is good, and we'd love to do that that sort of thing more and more. Okay. Like, um, and like perhaps maybe start working with young people as well, like to oh, create their own Shakespeare productions. It's right. all. Yeah, it's all just chatting just now. It's all just bubbling yeah. over and stuff. But okay. we were like surprised by how much of a demand there is for Shakespeare. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. That's really good. And you know, it seems like you guys are just doing so much. And stuff. Yeah, so I was gonna, yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you like, what else is kind of like on the books or the future kind of yeah, plans? Yeah, yeah. This for... is this is it because like, we've um, <laughs> we've done stuff like uh, we've collaborated with Frozen Charlotte Theatre in the past and started doing like little storytelling workshops for young people yeah. and like. So we've even went down that route of doing like children's theatre stuff, mm-hmm. and like I think we are at a stage now of, uh, you know, as you were talking about earlier on, refining, reevaluating, and yeah. being like, you know, there's such a wide pitch to play on there. Like, but we need to just really, you know, be specific about what what our values are, what what we want to do, um, and a, a big thing like sometimes you just got to listen to what other people where they're guiding you as well, yeah. right? So we get a lot of people and really flattered to contacting us and being like we want to team up we want to collaborate mm-hmm. and stuff and like obviously it's a very lengthy process in theatre to do a collaboration properly because you do need to apply for the funding it takes a good few months mm-hmm. like um, you need to get your actors involved director like so it's like I wish we could just show up in a room and just make stuff but there is a process we've got mm-hmm. to go through so like we're like we're getting a lot of people like contacting us what, what's a way we can you know like not say no we can't do this right now yeah. like so we started up this mashup uh, thing that's going on on oh, a monthly yeah. basis and for a while that, was that Spain was it? it was it Spain yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're hoping to bring it back you know yeah. like um, we had a little summer break mm-hmm. summer hiatus but that, that was amazing like that was just kind of I mean taking a lot of inspiration off of you man like uh, connecting a lot of the dots in Aberdeen okay. and cool. like just like so we had you know rappers and we had yeah, like Joe's oh Joe was Joe uh, Joe was uh, Joe was lined up to do one unfortunately yeah. she couldn't make it oh, that okay. night but we've we've had spoken word people yeah um we had like an amazing jazz band called Hamlet the Hamlet right. trio they're amazing like and just like all these pockets uh parts of Aberdeen bringing them all together yeah. in, a, in one night and the aim is like everybody puts their name in a hat. And like we pick out a random collaboration at the end of the oh, night. Okay. So like we've had that that Hamlet trio was teaming up with some of the ten feet tall actors yeah. and things. So um, nothing's like come from it yet because we kind of left it in their hands. Been like, oh, okay. right, okay, we'd love to have you back at the mashup and yeah. see what you come up with. But it's it's just that it's just connecting people that might not have met each other before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, just try to transcend people's perception of what theatre is because. Mm. I've got to be honest, I think it's artists, you're, you're stronger, the, the more people that you collaborate with, oh, yeah, actually, the, the more stronger, stronger it is. Yeah, it's like, you're creating has actually got more, I think, you know, you kind of, like, collaborate or just kind of, like, 
you know, speak with other people, creatives. It's almost like it makes things that you're doing kind of more sustainable. Yeah, yeah, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, that does work on many levels yeah. in terms of like we're meeting amazing people. Like, um, hopefully, there'll be some exciting collaborations that spring from it. But like, um, the best best theatre I've seen in the past few years always has like music involved in it, yeah. or like it's it's always just got this little bit of a different element. So it's it's about that as well, spreading the wings. And that, that's I was speaking about Jackal earlier on, like yeah. that that sort of collaborations that sprang from a night at a mashup and just oh, sort okay. of like um, yeah like just quite a few people so like um, hopefully from the mashup we can start thinking about making some new work right because what, what we've done in the past is done a lot of already established work maybe playwrights that haven't been heard in Aberdeen before yeah. but one thing that we're starting to be a lot more passionate about is like Aberdeen is such a unique place mm-hmm. like um, there is a real unique voice in Aberdeen and like hopefully developing some some theatre that reflects that you know that's original Aberdeen you know that can sort of like uh, be distinctly from here Mm -hmm. hopefully with a bit of a global outlook you know because there are plays Aberdonian plays out there they do tend to be a lot more about fishing communities and Mm -hmm. all that like but um, which is amazing you know there's some really great plays that are Aberdonian out there but like would be really interested in seeing about making making some new work up here, yeah. like seeing what goes on in Hull. Like uh, you know, obviously they had an amazing few years, and mm. there's a, an amazing theatre company down there called Middle Child as well. And like they've just got their finger on the pulse of that mm-hmm. that area of yeah. Hull, and they're doing plays that are all about Hull. You know, like mm. but they're performing it at the fringe and stuff, and it just like everybody gets it. You know, like yeah. it's but it's still distinctly Hull. You yeah. know. And love us to, to start like developing some some work that's distinctly okay. Aberdeen, but that yeah. just transcends to everyone as well. Yeah. You know? Like so, uh, all that's a very slow process, though, right? Because you've got you've got to go through a lot of development work. Yeah, you've got yeah. to get the funding for development work, <laughs> then you've got to do the. So it's it's a long game, but like right. interested in doing that. We do have another secret stage in and okay. in the works as well. Cool. Uh, hopefully, we drop in. Yeah, maybe near the end of the year, but you've, right. you've got to sign up to the mailing list, all that business to yeah. find out all that stuff. It's very <laughs> right. secretive, so getting a website, sign up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, obviously we've got the academy stuff going as well. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so now it's a few, a few things up in there, a few things going down. Like, um, yeah, you, so you guys did like acting workshops as well, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Earlier this year, was it? I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the the hope is like that not only. Because right now we're offering the academy stuff to seven to fifteen year olds. Okay. We've had quite a few people that are sixteen and above being like, they're maybe studying, you know, higher drama or yeah. something. They and they're want to get involved. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, well, they're actively seeking a career in yeah. acting and stuff. So we do want to give an offering to, you know, people that are older than fifteen. Mm-hmm. But kind of, it is that okay. It's just like not biting off too many things at once, right? Yeah. We want to get this bit established then. Hopefully we can offer some like more adult workshops mm-hmm. again going on. And um, what's really exciting is the international school. Yeah, they've opened up their arms and want to start a bit of a partnership with us as well. That's like because they, they they're sort of changing, reevaluating how they work. Because traditionally, it was all like international students, like expat students that went yeah. to that school, and they didn't really have to think about like mm-hmm. you know marketing themselves to the wider community as such. Mm-hmm. But obviously. The oil has just changed everything in this area. Yeah, yeah. So they're like now at a shift where there's a lot, a lot of local students coming to that school, right. and not so many expat students, and they're okay. making real sort of meaningful connections with the Aberdeen yeah, area. Like they've got a new director in who's really passionate about this, this area as well, and um, he's he came to see Midsummer Night's Dream and like um, had been aware of the company through just other people in the school as well, and like just sat us down and was like. 
what we've been is quite nomadic, like we've been hopping from place to place and not really had much of a base. Yeah. So he, he kind of offered a hand and was like, if, if you guys need a place to sort of do any rehearsals That's or really meet cool, up man, and stuff, yeah. like we, we want to be involved. And mm. like, what's really exciting from it is, as I say, he's wanting to connect to the Aberdeen community. Um, there is talk of like, can we get parts of the, like maybe the Syrian community in Aberdeen in and we can offer workshops and stuff mm. like for them, like, um, He's he's big on like other areas in Aberdeen as well, like um, getting you know yeah. to get involved with us. Like it's it's um, so it's an exciting collaboration. Like oh, so, and it's just nice to have a bit of a home as well because yeah. we've been like that, that's that's part of like you know just dotting about from place to place yeah. does become a bit exhausting as well. well. That's, that's like no, yeah. But I've worked, so when I first spoke to you and Cameron, I was actually on the weekend at my place of work, and yeah. you know it was like. It does. It does seem like we were designing it ages ago, and then from there, I kind of went to my dining room table, which is really weird <laughs> as well. But it's, yeah, it's really cool to be here in that room. So actually, this month, because later this month, it'll be a year that I've been here. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. But yeah. when I walked in the door today, I was like, "Look at this! <laughs> Look at this mess!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 this looks great. This is cool. Yeah. Same before. It was like I can't remember. Was it your work or something? Yeah, it was work like, every weekend. Yeah, it was like, like a little room we used. Yeah, which yeah. is cool and stuff. Yeah. But it's yeah. like you've got you've got a home now. You've got a place. Yeah, it's, like, good, it's good it's to have a base and actually be central as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But um, but you weren't in here for a while. Eh? Something. What happened? Yeah. What well, the thing is, like the thunder and lightning um, a few weeks ago probably about a month ago now, um, kind of shorted out the whole security and fire alarm system. Yeah. yeah. So this I remember I had like a day off on a Friday. It was a contact you had an episode and there was a sign on the door and a guy, security from Aberdeen University saying, no, you can't come in. And I was like, look, I just need to go and get my laptop on my mic. And he's like, all right, let me in and stuff. And then yeah. it took about three weeks until we got back in. So yeah. it's just kind yeah. of like, yeah. How bizarre. How bizarre is that? It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. And you kind of feel like, you know, that kind of bit, bit, almost like a missing limb kind of yeah. thing. You're kind of like, I want to get back in here. But I managed to use um, the space, so the music range just around the corner from the okay. rooms there okay. to record yeah. one chat. And I was back in like last week as well. So yeah. it's just like, Back to some normality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. like you said, having a central kind of space is really cool. It actually makes a world of difference. I yeah, think. I think there could be so much more of it in Aberdeen, though, because yeah. it's like it's, it's so hard for artists just to get. Obviously, here's amazing, like because mm-hmm. it's really you know I think reasonable rates for artists as well. Yeah, yeah a studio here and stuff, yeah. but. Yeah, sometimes you just like you feel you're banging your head off a wall when you're like, mm-hmm. "This is who we are. This is what we're doing. Like we're a not-for-profit company. Yeah. Like um, we kind of just need a place to create and, and make stuff." Yeah. And like, yeah. um, I don't know, man. We we've had some people that just don't don't get it at all. One one guy thought it was like wanting to use his place as a film set or something. He was like, "What's right. your film company? Like, what you're gonna have videos?" <laughs> no, like, like it's just some people are so off the radar. And see when you make that connection with people that do get what you do like and, it makes and, more and it's, difference it's like wow like, yeah. it's great yeah. like and you tend to make those connections for for years after that yeah. sort of thing. like and i don't understand how you see you see in aberdeen right now just well walking here down union street mm-hmm. like so many empty spots and stuff and you think yeah. right what's what's the what's the long long game there you know what's yeah. what's the plan like and i think as well aberdeen's kind of been you know is kind of like for that kind of tourism thing it's always kind of obviously you know I'm probably talking rubbish, but I thought, I thought in my opinion, this was kind of thrived on the kind of tourist 
mm-hmm. kind of like industry and stuff like that. And also f- with the oil and gas as well. That's you know, right and have, yeah, having like, you know, the office spaces and stuff. And then mm-hmm. you see loads of spaces that are really empty. And I think people now own these buildings and spaces they have to kind of lower the prices. But I think that looks that. I think they have a bit of that turnaround where they're going to start being like appealing, trying to appeal to the creatives now and say, oh, we've got this space that's quite affordable. Well, that'd be all, man. Because yeah. you see, like, Obviously, Aberdeen got that New York Times got voted, what was it, yeah. like 20, 27th city yeah, or something? Yeah. Was it? And it was like, what? Yeah. And then um, I think it was based on like the Caledonian Sleeper thing or something, wasn't yeah. it? But then when they came, I think it was John Reed and that. Like, yeah, showed them around, around and, that, yeah, and like yeah. they're seeing all this new art stuff yeah. and things, and you're like, well, that is a like, huge, huge value in the city, isn't it? Like, what, what the artists, what the creatives are doing. Yeah. And the hope would be that, like, you know, like, we've got to say the council's been great for us. Like, yeah. they've been very supportive on what we've we've been doing over mm-hmm. over the years and stuff, like, definitely. But, like, that just artists are valued on, yeah, by businesses, by, by yeah. everybody that, like, you know, we can bring people to, mm-hmm. to the city as well. And, like, it does. And, like, you think... Just a couple of hours down the road right now, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is going on and every inch of that sort of city is being used in some <laughs> yeah. capacity for the arts, you know? And yeah. then, like, you look around here and there's just empty space, empty space, empty mm-hmm. space, and you're like, and they're waiting for these businesses that can come along and pay, pay the rates. And it's like, yeah. well, what about just letting loose a little bit in the short term, seeing, seeing See what, what happens, happens. Yeah. experiment yeah. a little bit? Like, yeah. um, because it, it has this, uh, I think it was said this last time it was on, it's come on leaps and bounds. Like, uh, yeah, if we were having this yeah. convo like 10 years ago or something, yeah. it'd be like, really? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, and it's amazing what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think it's just this final bit that just needs to be nailed down to yeah. allow us to stay here on a sustainable, regular yeah. basis, you know. Like, and um, obviously, we're lucky that schools shown an interest in like mm-hmm. us, us being in there a lot more and stuff but there's so many people out there that will have to move probably just because of rates and it being expensive and stuff yeah, like, you guys are very much a part of that movement as well you know yeah I've just coined the there's a movement it's official you know like yeah you guys are very much a part of that you know I think you know that film like I interviewed you guys last year and how you kind of started and, and to see where you guys are and getting it's, getting it's grown as well but I think that you know what you're saying. Actually, oh, it's going to take things in that kind of in that slow and steady, steady, yeah. steady space. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, things. If you're in it for the long game, like you're in it for the long game, there's yeah. no, no sense in rushing. Or yeah, that's when you yeah, that's when yeah. you start tripping up and making mistakes and doing yeah. things that aren't true to you and yeah. stuff. Is and like I think it's it's the same for every, everybody that's like um, wanting to be here in a prolonged t- period of time. Like, um, but. The hope is, and I think it is starting to happen. There's a lot more people with that mindset, and there's a lot more people like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick in. I'm gonna stay here, stick it out, and, you st- and stick it out." Yeah. And like, what an amazing time to be mm-hmm. in a city and be in a, a northeast of Scotland. I'm really proud, really proud to be yeah. from here now. And like, um, it's just every day. You, obviously, I think social media helps a big, a big yeah. way because you can connect with people so much easier and mm-hmm. see what everybody's doing now. But every day you see someone that's like, that's really cool. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Like. Um, from art scene, you know, from music scene, like just just all over, like, um, and it's just yeah, such an exciting time. Yeah, it, it is like, um, and hopefully, long may it continue. Like, um, absolutely, be valued now. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, like, um, so for people who like, I'll be surprised they haven't heard of you guys already on like, but um, what's your kind of like your social media stuff and the website details? Yeah, man. So we've got we've got a few few bits of bobs online now, eh? Like, um, so. You, you could go on the website 10 dot com. you sign up to our mailing list and get like 
just slow drips of information about secret stagings if it's interesting, you know, find out all about the mystery. Um, and we've got information on all our productions and stuff on there. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter as 10 Feet Tall Aberdeen. So, like, that's our handle for those. And then the Academy stuff, when that's starting up, we've started a separate sort of social media stuff okay. and website going all on right. for that, like, because cool. just to make it more manageable in terms <laughs> of, like, anybody that's putting in admissions and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, we're 10 Feet Tall Academy on Instagram, on Facebook, and we've got a website, 10 Feet Tall Academy com for that one as well. Right. Um, so yeah it's like, we spend a bit of time on social media like yeah. uh, back and forth but um, yeah people can find us on there don't do the Snapchat game yet do you do the Snapchat nah, no nah, I think that's for the younger generation I think I'm it is I'm going to leave it to them yeah I yeah, think, yeah. Like, yeah just putting pictures of my mug on Instagram I can't get to do that <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah. Know, I mean I've just got to get up to Instagram and now I'm like no, it's, it's part of the old news now it's all, really? it's all Jeez, the Snapchat oh, no, I, I think I've got enough I've got enough of the like, social media stuff I don't want to bother with the Snapchat like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Adam, thank you for coming on the yeah, podcast man. again. You know, I wish you all the success with the academy. Yeah. Also, like, I definitely will put in the links on the episode description um, for this episode. But yeah, yeah I hope you guys enjoyed. And that's episode 72 of the podcast. And yeah, see you soon. So yeah, that was episode 72 with Adam Coots. Thanks, Adam, for coming on the podcast. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, this kind of had the opportunity to catch up with previous guests is always kind of cool. And just seeing how, you know, Adam and Cameron, you know, have kind of extended 10 feet tall and taken on more people, which is showing actually how much there's a need for what they're doing in Aberdeen. So big them up. And, you know, thanks again, Adam, for coming on. And definitely check out the links in the episode description for all things 10 feet tall. I'm going to be back next week for episode 73 with Lynn Hocken from Lynn's Loom. She's also my co on the cohort for the Creative Accelerator that I've been doing. I put up a few posts about that. So, yeah, guys, I will catch up with you then. All right, see you later.